Become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaVariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We know that you want to live an inspired and fulfilling life. Maybe there are a few things that you need to get you there. Welcome to What Matters with your host, Mary Beth Lodge. In today's world of distractions, we can get overwhelmed with day-to-day responsibilities that keep us busy, frustrated, and confused. With an emphasis on the power of the mind and drawing on the fields of personal health, education, neuroscience, business, and spirituality, we'll discuss practical strategies to help you stay focused on your priorities, choices, and results. Now, here is Mary Beth Lodge. Good morning. How are you today? I'm so glad that you joined me this morning on What Matters. This is the show that will challenge you to make a difference, and it's the show that motivates you to make a change within yourself, a change that will carry ripples of positive change into the lives of those around you and well beyond even the ones you know. For this hour, for this moment, spend the time listening and thinking about how what you hear today applies to you. Not to your significant other, your best friend, your child, your parent, or your coworker. Just you. You are the only person you can really change, and you are the only person that you are responsible for. And you are the person that can truly make a difference. We are all very busy. We let the world come into our lives, and we get busier and busier and busier. And sometimes it feels more alive when we're so busy. But sometimes... We just get caught up in the tasks and obligations of the day, and it might be easy to forget our goals or to lose focus or even to stop taking good care of ourselves. And there is so much information out there and so much that we're bombarded with that sometimes we get overwhelmed and confused, and we clutter our minds with all kinds of seemingly important stuff, but when it comes right down to it, Are we really just taking for granted the people and the actions that are most important to us, the things that really count? Do we spend our energy on things that don't really matter? This morning, I'd like to invite you to begin by making your own sunshine. What are you grateful for today? In my part of the world, it's a bit gray this morning, and there are snowflakes falling Now, they don't mean anything, you understand. It's not cold enough yet for the snow to stick. It's just dusting the tops of the cars and falling very gently, and it's beautiful. And I am grateful for the seasons of nature. They remind me of the seasons of life. And there are many, many other things, the people in my life that I'm grateful for. Who are you grateful for in your world today? Have you told them 
Have you let them know how much they mean to you and what an influence they've been on your life? Are you grateful for the challenges because it encourages you to grow and to change? Think for a moment of those things that you're grateful for. Make a list. Do something with that list. If nothing else, carry that feeling of gratitude with you today. This morning, we have a wonderful guest who has joined us for this show. Sarah Whitlock is a wife, a mother, a daughter, a sister, a friend, a nurse practitioner, and for the past 14 months, a lung cancer survivor. Diagnosed in October of 2010, she's endured chemotherapy, radiation, and surgery in attempts to combat this disease. A never-smoker, the diagnosis certainly came as a shock to her and her family. However, with excellent medical care and a strong faith and support system, she's doing well today and not only surviving, but thriving. Sarah, good morning and welcome. Thanks. Good morning. So how are you this morning? I'm very well. I'm very well. I'm also looking at the snow coming down, and it's um, it's a wonderful start to the season. Absolutely. It is. Well, Sarah, you have a very powerful story to share with us this morning. Um, And I wonder if you would just begin with, you know, kind of the background of what was happening in your life before October of 2010. Well, I was just, you know, living one day to the next, like I think we all do. I think most of us walk around thinking that, you know, the next day is going to just be like the last, and and we make all these plans, and we do these things, and we just kind of keep marching forward, and that's what I was doing. I was practicing as a nurse practitioner in a family practice clinic and uh, raising my two girls who were... um, 12 and 9 at the time and um, married to my husband and had a house and a car and a job and a lot of friends and we were just um, moving along. Mm-hmm. And then what happened? I was in the shower and I felt a knot above my left collarbone And I knew that that was kind of an odd place to feel a lymph node, and I knew that's what it was because of what I do for a living. Um, But you can tell yourself a lot of things. I just had my flu shot, and I thought, well, maybe that's what it is. Um, You know, you just kind of tell yourself anything. And uh, But it didn't get better. A couple days later, I showed it to one of my colleagues, and she kind of looked at it, and we let it go for a couple more days, and we were getting ready to go on a vacation, just my husband and I, the first one that we'd gone on since our oldest was um, about two, and, and I didn't want to get out to Seattle, which is where we were going, and have any trouble, so I decided to go in and just have somebody look at it and thought they'd give me probably some antibiotics and send me on my way, and everything would be fine, and so I went in to my practitioner and he took a look at it, but I had no other symptoms. I had no cough. I had no fever, no weight loss, none none of the things that would have cued anybody in to really anything. And so uh, he gave me the antibiotics that I thought that he would, but he also said at the end of the visit, well, let's just do a chest X-ray just to 
make sure that nothing's going on since you're going on this trip. And so he did that. That was on a Thursday. We were going to be leaving on Saturday morning. And um, Friday morning, I got a call, and he said that they had seen uh, something on the x-ray. I needed to come in and have a CT scan. And so I went in, and by the end of that day, I had seen about four doctors and had a bunch more tests done. And we kind of knew at that point that it was bad, but we didn't know what it was. And so uh, we got that news the next Tuesday morning that it was lung cancer, um, which was a huge shock because I had... I had never smoked, um, not even as, you know, a teenager when you're supposed to try all that stuff. I, I had never um, had a cigarette and, as far as we knew, had never been exposed to asbestos or, or anything that would have caused it. So it came as just a huge shock, um, and that's where all this began. And as you began to do some research, you discovered that that's really not all that unusual, is it? Right. I, I think everybody, including myself, thinks that uh, lung cancer, you get it because you smoke or you've been exposed to smoke or you worked in a smoky bar or, you know, there's got to be some reason. But the truth is, is that while smoking is certainly still tied to it, um, 85% of cases will have some smoking history. However, uh, more than half are now either smokers that have quit many years ago or, uh, like me, who have never smoked. And that the, the never smokers accounts for probably about 15% of all new di- uh, diagnosed cases. And, unfortunately, it seems to be on the rise, uh, especially a young, um, among younger women. That's very interesting, and it certainly challenges that stereotype that we have about lung cancer. Um, you know, the, we think of lung cancer certainly as being the, the old smoker. <laughs> absolutely, know, the, absolutely. And, and that's because, um, you know, with all good intentions, when the anti-smoking um, campaign started, they, they tied it so closely to lung cancer, you know, stop mm-hmm. smoking because you'll get lung cancer if you smoke. That that's what everybody it, everybody's mind just goes there, including mine. Before I was diagnosed, that's exactly what I would have thought um, as mm-hmm. well. So I don't fault anybody for that. It's it's just been how it's how it's kind of played out. But we are trying to change change that change the face of lung cancer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I know for myself as a as a young nurse, probably the first um, the first patient that I ever um, took care of that had lung cancer was definitely not a smoker. He was a fireman, mm. um, and you know, and and that really I think that stuck with me for a very long time <clears throat> because I realized that you know he had given his life literally <laughs> in saving others. Right, right. Um, yeah. So um, we just have a, a couple of minutes before break. Uh, tell me the kind of the next step. What what happened in, in terms of inside your head? What what went on? You've got this diagnosis. What what now? 
I think that at first it's just disbelief and shock, um, and you kind of stay there for a while. Um, my husband and I, I just remember doing a lot of crying in that first couple of weeks um, in the shower. I'd wake up in the night. We would both wake up in the morning and just hold each other and cry And because I didn't feel like I could do that in front of my girls. I didn't want to do that in front of my girls. I didn't mm-hmm. want them to see me falling apart. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I would say the first place you go is, oh, my goodness, I'm not going to get to see them grow up. I'm not going to get to grow old with my husband. Um, and then, thank goodness, you you kind of move, or in my case, I was able to move past that and into a different place. Okay. Well, we're going to take a short break right now, and when we come back, we're going to hear more about that shift in your head of how you move forward. All right. Okay, this is Mary Beth Lodge, and you're listening to What Matters on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Ever wondered what private investigators really do and how they go about solving cases? Each week, P.I.'s Declassified gives a glimpse into this little-known world. Join your host, Francie Kaler, a noted private investigator, in conversations with detectives and experts in the field. False confessions, forensic evidence, finding missing persons, exposing fraud, exonerating the innocent. All areas that Francie and her guests will cover. And have they got stories to tell? Tune in and call in to the live show Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, on Voice America Variety. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining us this morning on What Matters. Our guest today is Sarah Whitlock. Um, and for the past 14 months, Sarah has been 
battling with lung cancer and today is doing well and she's telling us her story before the break we i asked the question of um how she made the shift in her mind of um from the diagnosis and the shock of the diagnosis to moving forward so sarah go ahead and tell us a little bit more about that transition that you made so i would have to say that that started pretty pretty quickly i mean it certainly happened over some time but the very first weekend my my mom was here because she was going to be here anyway to to watch the girls while we went on this trip that obviously we didn't get to go on uh, and so she went to church with us that first sunday and i just remember sitting in the pew and they were singing a song, and and my mom turned to me and sang that song in my ear. And it was a song um, that is familiar to, to those of us who grew up in the church called It Is Well With My Soul. And and it it just helped me start the shift into a different place. I just felt... A peacefulness come over me that then continued, and by the next weekend, my the rest of my family was here, and we were all in church together. And again, there was just that time of my family gathered round me, and us just kind of giving over. And that's that's the only way I know how to describe it is is just a giving over of whatever was ahead, and. And knowing in our hearts that we were going to be taken care of, and so that's that's really how that started. And, and certainly, as I said, it's been you know an ongoing process with me doing it well on some days and not so well on others. Um, but that's been just a huge part of this journey of of living out what I had said for years that I believed. Um, and and then in some ways being given the opportunity to make sure that that really was what i believed that there is so much um so many important things that you just said uh you know the concept of surrender of giving in or giving over as you put it but it it's the concept of surrender accepting the challenge and being willing to walk through it rather than fighting against it, pushing back, arguing with it, and spending your energy in a futile way, making it worse, making it harder. And I think also what you said that it you did it well on some days and other days, well, it took some work. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. You can ask my husband about that. <laughs> well, and, and of course, and that would be normal. I mean, that's the human process is that some days we're in acceptance and some days we move out of that and we have to bring ourselves back. And that that process of bringing us back into that centered place is what is the natural human reaction. We're supposed to do that. We don't just go into acceptance and say, okay, life's wonderful. Yes, this is cool. Right, right. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Because this has not been wonderful. I mean, there have been wonderful parts of it. Um, mm-hmm. I we we've talked many times. JD and I have talked about the fact that 
we would not really want to go back to how things were before my diagnosis. Even though things were good, it's not like we were in a bad spot or there was anything bad going on, but this this year that we've been walking through this journey has been such a gift to us in so many ways. Um, it, it's just, it's changed everything. And I would say, and I think he would agree, for the better. Mm-hmm. We look at things differently now. Yes. Uh, what a change in in perception of what what life means. Who's important? In some ways, it's probably easier for you to wake up in gratitude in the mornings now than it was a year and a half ago. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's been a big gift of this. Uh, I, I tell people, you know, having your own mortality smack you in the face is a really good thing. It gives you some pretty much some instant clarity. Um, with me... Within probably two weeks of my diagnosis, everything that I would have told you defined me was gone um, mm-hmm. in many ways. I, I couldn't work anymore because I was going to be starting chemotherapy, and with that comes the suppression of your immune system. And by definition, I work with sick people, and so <laughs> that was not going to be an option for me. And so I had to quit my job. Um, I as we got into the the first thing that we did was kind of this triple cocktail of chemotherapy that was really very harsh and so I couldn't take care of my kids I couldn't cook I couldn't I couldn't do much of anything except lay on the couch and watch really bad daytime TV and so that was gone so I couldn't really it wasn't being much of a mother I wasn't being much of a wife I couldn't volunteer at school, I couldn't go to church, I I just couldn't really do any of the things that I would have said made up who I was. All of that got stripped away, and in the end, I had to figure out who I was and where I got my self-worth if it wasn't in all those things. And that was a really good lesson for me, and one that obviously I'm not... You know, I don't. I'm not anywhere close to being done with that. But, um, but it was, it was a good start. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, a good place to begin the journey. Mm-hmm. Um, to to really sort through what do you value, what are your priorities, how do you define yourself, and you know, who are you in your world? You know, what is your world, and who are you in your world? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Well, I think one of the things that I know about you is that you have this core of deep spirituality. And I wonder if you could talk about that for a few minutes. Well, I I am um, what I like, you know, what I would call a born-again Christian. I am am not a... um, I'm not going to accost you on the street and thump my Bible on your head, but but that has always been a part of my life. I grew up in the church. Um, I accepted Christ as a as a very young child, and have had um, you know varying degrees of closeness with that. And and again, doing that well some days and 
not so much other days, um, but that's always been a very big part of my life. Um, and you always, I, I guess you kind of wonder if you were ever tested, how would that hold up? And so I would say that while my life has certainly not been completely carefree, there have, this has certainly been the biggest challenge to that. And, um, I guess one of the, another one of the gifts is that it, that foundation held. Um, it, it, it was there. I've, I've felt from the very beginning, um, cared for and loved. I do not feel like God gave me this cancer. I do not feel like He gave it to me to teach me a lesson. He is using it absolutely to teach me lots of things, but I do not think He pointed His finger at me and said, you know, you get stage four lung cancer. Um, it has been, it has been a time when I truly have had to totally rely on his strength um, because I didn't have it. I, I just did not have the strength to walk through this by myself. And at the end of the day, as much as JD has been here for me and my family has been here for me and we are surrounded by a wonderful group of friends who have, you know, done everything they could to help us through this. It's really me, you know, in the, in the, in the dark of the night or, you know, early in the morning when you wake up, it's me having to walk through this and the thought of having to do that by myself, I don't know how I couldn't have done it. And mm-hmm. and if I'm if I'm doing it at all well, it's because it's because of that faith that I have that there is a bigger picture and a and a plan and not just a plan for me, but a plan for my husband and a plan for my girls and um, and that we are just a part of this bigger tapestry. And, and we don't know what that's going to look like, and we don't know what our part is, but we know that in the end, it'll be beautiful, and it'll be just as it's supposed to be. So that's been just a wonderful place for me to rest. In my darkest days, in the days when I do just want to pull the covers over my head, that's what sustains me. And again, so important. I think that's one of the the commonalities, the people that do thrive in spite of the challenge, whatever it is that they face, is that they have a sense that they are a part of a bigger picture. And mm-hmm. you always had that foundation. And I'm so glad for you that it did hold, that it was strong enough for you to hold on to because it Again, the, what you said about in the middle of the night, there is no one else there. Right, right. And, you know, in the middle of the afternoon with the bad daytime TV, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no one else there. That's right. That's right. That's right. And it, it's just been, I've grown so much in that way. I'm still not perfect. It's really funny. One of my friends you know, several months into this, um, asked me if, uh, she said, 
do you ever still get mad at your husband or your kids? And I was like, uh, yes. yes. <laughs> I'm not perfect. I'm just, uh, you know, cancer did not come in and all my humanness and, you know, craziness left, although that would right. be a nice trade. Um, but that's not what, that's not what happened. Um, I'm mm-hmm. still just as, you know, human as the next girl and struggle with some of the same things that I always have, being impatient and short-tempered and not as kind as I should be. But, you know, I'm learning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're going to take another short break, Sarah. And uh, when we come back, we'll have more discussion about that wonderful support system of yours. So uh, this is Mary Beth Lodge, and you are listening to What Matters on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. With today's outside pressures and current realities, many of us are feeling a loss of control and freedom concerning our lives, business, and where we stand in society. But that can change. Tune in to The Power of the Human Connection with Chris Schultenover. Through the art of storytelling in authentic human terms, we lead you to true and honest realizations and collaborations to better your life and the lives of others. The Power of the Human Connection is heard live Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Well, thank you for joining us this morning on What Matters. Our guest this morning is Sarah Whitlock, and she is a 14-month survivor of stage 4 lung cancer. And we've been talking about her deep spiritual foundation that helped her to move forward and to have the strength to face the many challenges of recovering 
from lung cancer. Sarah, I wonder if you could um, kind of talk just briefly about kind of those moments of the lack of clarity, of the, the insecurity, of the not knowing, am I taking the right step? I mean, I know that there were many times when um, because your lung cancer was a little bit different, it was, you know, not the typical, we know this is what smokers get, it um, that sometimes there were some questions about what approach to take, which chemo to use, how long to use it. What was that like for you, and what helped you through those moments? Hmm. Well, I think the the first thing, w- within two or three days of my diagnosis, I was uh, sitting with the oncologist who was going to take care of me um, talking about this, and um the first thing I would say is is that I feel like he he was absolutely supposed to be my doctor. I think he was here at the right time, and everything just fell into place and he was he was mine because he approached this in a way um, that that I needed him to approach it and and I can talk a little bit about that um we knew going in um, that there was, based on my pathology, the first thing that we did was kind of uh, what is standard of care, which is this kind of three-drug cocktail that I got once every three weeks for six cycles, and then you um, and then you you do a scan again and see if it's working about. You do a scan about halfway through that and then another one at the end. And, and so the, the first scan revealed that it was working, and so we went forward from that. Once we got to the end of that, um, the, the cancer in my lungs had uh, shrunk down to just about nothing. Um, there's, a, there's a test that they do where if, if the cancer is active, when you look at the screen where this this image of your chest comes up, it actually, the cancer lights up. It's called a PET scan. And so nothing in my lungs was lighting up, but I still had this node in my abdomen, which is what caused me to be staged at at a four um, because it had spread from the primary source. Um, It was still there. And so at that point, things went off the the beaten track a little bit because there was really nothing in the literature that told us what to do at that point. So we've had to. I've been fortunate. We've had um, my my doctor here, Dr. Cutler, and and the doctors at the Cleveland Clinic have been involved in my case. Uh, but it's been very much. Um, tailored to me. It's been, I felt very much like an individual, like they were treating me as an individual and not just going by like a flow chart. Because actually there is no flow chart for me. I'm not, I'm not reacting like most people react. So in those times when we would have those discussions, I, I would say, to my doctor, are you? Because I knew that he was also a believer, and he had a strong spiritual faith. Um, you know, are you asking for guidance? And if you are, and if you would do this for your wife, then this is where we need to go. And I would say that we've been 
we've done some things that have been a little bit unusual, uh, but we've felt a huge peace about that every single time. So when we went to, they usually don't do radiation for stage four because um, they're not, there's no, you know, everything's evidence-based. There's no big evidence that, that it helps, but in my case, it seems to have helped. And then we started a new drug, and that has actually taken care of that abdominal node. And so once again, we find I had a PET scan on Monday, which shows no active cancer. And I say this with all sincerity and in no way in jest that this is, it is a miracle. And, and I don't, you know, I, I, it's a miracle that has been born of, I think, God's mercy and wonderful medical care and, you know, us doing everything that we can to, to make it happen. But so here we are now, 14 months out, which um, is amazing. And I am, I have no cancer that's showing up on the, on the scans, and so where do we go from here? So that's the question that we face now. Do we do more radiation? We keep on with the chemotherapy. Um, so again, the things that we do are we, we really seek spiritual guidance about that, and, and then our doctors are gathering information and talking to their colleagues, and then we'll all sit down and, and we'll make a decision and we'll go forward. Congratulations. Thanks. I mean, that has, it was a that, great... has to, that has to feel so freeing to be at this point, to have gotten that news this week. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was a very nice early Christmas present. I'll uh-huh. say that. We were a little bit, I was like, do we have to do another scan right before Christmas because what if it's bad and then, you know, but we, it, it was, it was wonderful news and we're all, you know, I think J.D. and I just kind of keep looking at each other going, did they really say that there's nothing? And, you know, we have these options before us that we just didn't know we were going to have, we, that we never expected to have. And so we feel very, very fortunate in that. So I'm very blessed. Yes, very blessed. And you have had kind of the perfect combination of characteristics and support systems. I mean, you've had the perfect combination. You've had this deep, deep core of spirituality, this deep faith. You have a support network, not only of your family and your close friends, but you have a very broad support network through your church, and even beyond that, right? I do. I do. It's um, As we look back, you know, we can see how the things in our life have kind of lined up that were almost, I mean, you could say they were kind of getting us ready to walk through this. Everything from we were living in um, Washington, D.C., and we moved back here in 2009 after J.D. retired from the military, and Everybody was kind of like, you're moving to, to Ohio? Why are you moving to Ohio? But we had lived here before. We had kept a, a good circle of friends, 
And so we knew that we we wanted to come back here if we had the chance. We didn't know if that would happen. Uh, you know, most of the jobs that JD uh, would have looked at would have been in DC. That would have made like the most sense. Just looking at it, you know, kind of broadly, it would have just seemed like, of course, we'll just stay here. And but you know, even back then, like this job opportunity came back came up that he was able to work here in Ohio where we wanted to be and um and he's actually been able to work from home which was has been a huge blessing over this past year because when I wasn't able to get um the girls you know to school or where they needed to go he was here to do that if if our family and friend you know he was just he was just available and so we had that and we had this group of friends that were already here and we were here for like a, a year and so that that circle broadened and so we had all these all these kind of people who were just already in our corner and and then I'd been writing a blog for a couple of years just to kind of cuz I don't scrapbook and I don't I don't do a lot of those things but I I do write a little bit and so I'd been writing and and then when this happened, I was able to write my thoughts, which was not even, um, you know, I thought it was just for me. Like it was a way to process my thoughts and put them out there and get it out of my head so that I could think a little bit more clearly. And But what that did is it it just that kind of exploded a little bit. And so I had all these people, many of whom I didn't, I didn't know, um, were were praying for me and sending me good thoughts and and supporting us in you know not by my bringing dinner or anything like that but just by doing whatever they could do right where they were and so it, you just look back at all that and you see how all these things just fell into place and and have ended up just being you know such blessings to us so mm-hmm. it's it's really been an amazing thing to watch, mm-hmm. and and to be in the middle of, to and be, to be in the middle of. I, I say all the time, I do not wish cancer on anyone. Certainly not, um, but I do wish that people could feel the love and support that my family has felt over this these last months. It's just been absolutely incredible from. From people, you know, bringing dinners or bringing me magazines or calling to see how I was to supporting fundraisers for, um, for I'm involved with the National Lung Cancer Partnership and we've done several fundraisers for it and for MD Anderson and it's just been amazing how people have stepped up to, um, to really support us with all that. Good. Sarah, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we'll talk more about those fundraisers and the charity that you've um, supported. This is Mary Beth Lodge, and you're listening to What Matters on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? 
Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Go behind the scenes of what you see, hear, and read on the news. Learn the ins and outs of public relations on Stars of PR with Cindy R. Every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Cindy Rakowitz is a Clio Award winner and founder of Rock and Roll Public Relations who wants to share her PR experiences and knowledge with you. Learn how to handle a crisis, deal with celebrities, and become a terrific PR executive. Listen to the Stars of PR with Cindy Cindy R. Every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time here on News Talk Radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me today on What Matters. We've had our guest today is Sarah Whitlock, and she's been sharing her incredible journey um, through the process of recovery from stage four lung cancer. And she told us in the last segment that as of this week, her PET scan was clear, and there's no evidence of cancer in her body at this time. And Sarah, I wonder if you can... Uh, Talk a little bit more about that support network, and then how have you taken this experience into the world again? Oh, that's a great question. I I think that overall, I I just look back at this and I see all the ways that it's changed me and my family. The the way that you know, my prayer from almost the beginning was that people would see this journey and see that I was, that I did believe what I've professed to believe and that when 
when it came down to it and when my faith, when the kind of the rubber hit the road, that that I lived that out. And like I said, some days better than others, but I, from what I know, from what people have said to me, either by knowing me personally or reading the things that I write on on my blog or um, or wh- however they hear about this story, I have had more than just a few people tell me that it's made them take a look at their life and it's made them change some of the ways they thought about things and it's brought them to a place um, spiritually that they needed to be. And so if that's the reason I'm walking through this, that's good with me. I'm good with that. You know, I, I do feel like there's a higher purpose. And, and I don't know if I, if I didn't have that, if I didn't think that I, this was not for nothing. I don't, I don't know how that would feel, but I've, I've never felt that way. I feel like we've really been protected from a lot of bitterness and anger. I've, haven't really had the why me sort of. Mm-hmm. Thing that's just never that's not been a part. I don't. I'm not saying I won't. You know, we don't know what is ahead right now. Things are really good, um, and we're hoping they continue that way forever. Um, but even even if they don't, we are grateful for the gift of more time, and we're grateful for the lessons that this has taught us. So, you know, it's all good. It's all mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about the National Lung Cancer Partnership. I got involved with them. They're a nonprofit group. They're based in Madison, Wisconsin, and they are all about research, uh, patient and physician education and public awareness for lung cancer. Um, Lung cancer is a hard one. Researchers don't tend to want to go into it because it's very difficult to get funding for research, Um, although lung cancer kills more people than breast, colon, and prostate combined every year. It only gets a fraction of the funding that all those other cancers get. Um, Part of it is because of the stigma attached to it. It's, um, you know, I'd have to say it's a little hard to have an unpopular cancer. (laughs) And I don't, I mean, all cancers are unpopular, but, you know, Mm-hmm. People just tend to think you brought this one on yourself. And so, mm-hmm. I, you know, we're kind of fighting against that. And the National Lung Cancer Partnership um, does a lot to battle both the stigma and to provide research money uh, for young researchers. One of the things that I just got to do was take part in a review process for grants that people apply for, um, they're $100,000 grants over two years that are given to young researchers in particular that are just starting their careers so that they can continue the research that they're doing because that's where, you know, ultimately I, I know that my healing is multifaceted and, and a huge part of that is going to be um, research and finding out more things about lung cancer in the last five years. There's been some wonderful things that have happened, some targeted therapy as they figure out kind of the genetic makeup of these cancers, and that's all very positive, but that's got to go on, and, and that's one way that the National Lung Cancer Partnership is is um, helping helping that happen is by providing these grants. 
So they're just a wonderful group of people. You can find them on the web at um, nationallungcancerpartnership.org. Um, I like them because about 82% um, of every dollar that they raise goes directly to support research and education and awareness. So they're not spending a lot on overhead. I've been privileged to meet most of the people that work there, and they are smart and dedicated and enthusiastic about what they're doing, and, and they're making a difference. And I feel very grateful to be part of that. Um, we've been able to do a couple of events with them. We just had the not, uh, 2011 Free to Breathe Run here and raised over $33,000 for the partnership, and we're just happy, happy to be a part of all that. If someone wants to make a donation in your honor, how would they go about doing that? Uh, through the end of the year, if you go to uh, freetobreathe.org, um, there, or if you just go to the National Lung Cancer Partnership.org and click on the Free to Breathe uh, link, you could find um, our event was in Dayton, Ohio. If you um, click on the Dayton button, it'll take you to that event and you can make a donation there, but you can also just get in touch with them and there's a little donate click right on their, right on their website and you can make, make a donation through that. Okay, good. We're certainly going to post that on my website as an option as people go in um, listening to the recording so that they can easily make a donation through um, our lastinglifestylechange.com website as well. Sarah, any closing comments, anything else? We have just about two minutes left, and so anything you'd like to leave our listeners with today? Well, I would just say that, that one of the things that has been really key for us is having people around you that believe that you can do this, whether it's your doctors, your friends, um, your partners. That's just been so key. So if you, if there's somebody out there that has a new diagnosis, whatever it is, whatever health issue it is, just find those people who believe you can do it. We had some folks be a little negative with us in the beginning, and you still hear that voice in your head. And so um, just surround your people by good, surround yourself with good people and believe that you can do it. Hook into that spirituality that you have and, you know, walk forward. That is so beautiful. And I think that that really speaks to both from within the experience, if someone has um, some kind of a, a diagnosis of chronic illness or a life-threatening illness, but also if you are someone who's witnessing that in another person, that the belief, the encouragement, the faith of we will get through this carries such power. And Absolutely. Just, just the words of saying that can make such a difference to that person's ability to survive, ability to be at peace no matter what the outcome. Sarah, I want to thank you so much for sharing your story, for um, being the bright light that you are in this world. 
um, and for being an inspiration to the listeners of this show, challenging them to to value what is most important, to look at their lives and recognize what is important in their world and to be a light within their own world. So thank you so much, Sarah. Thanks for having me, Mary Beth. It was a pleasure. Okay. Okay. You've been listening to What Matters on the Voice America Variety Channel. Go out there today. Make it a great day. You truly deserve it. Thanks again for joining us for What Matters. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll help you continue to make a difference next week. To perform at your maximum potential, you need to have all aspects of your life working properly. On Mind, Brain, and Body, Dr. Michael John Kell will bring you honest, open discussions concerning your physical, mental, and financial health. If you're ready to find purpose and meaning in your life, tune in to Mind, Brain, and Body every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific. Mind, Brain, and Body on Voice America Health and Wellness. Radio dedicated to your health, wealth, wisdom, and purpose. Voice America Network proudly presents the Catherine Zox Show for women, men, children, and families. Catherine magically combines her compassion, experience, and talent to bring listeners a show that's upbeat, informative, and yes, a little sassy. Tune in every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern to the Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America channel.